Welcome back, tramps, to the Talking Shit, Complete Guide to Horror Movies podcast. Today, we're shit-talking Saw the Final Chapter, also known as Saw 3D, also known as Saw 7. You're a piece of garbage, a real shitty piece of garbage. Why don't you do the world a favor and swerve into oncoming traffic? What was that? You're a real piece of shit. Released in 2010 to overwhelmingly negative critical reception and complete hatred by horror movie fans. Yeah. With the decreasing box office returns as a result of the found footage boom with Saw 6, producers chose to end the series momentarily by utilising 3D as one last gimmick to draw back audiences for Jigsaw's swan song. However, allegations of contractual feuds, last-minute rewrites and struggles with incorporating 3D led to the absolute crap fest fuckhole that is Saw the final chapter. You are nothing but a piece of crap. I may have issues with this travesty, but first off, I think it's interesting to note that Saw was not unique in employing 3D as a gimmick to draw audiences. This was released in 2010, after all, where everything from Final Destination to Alice in Wonderland, Jackass, and yes, even Glee of all fucking movies had a stereoscopic hook to it. So let's dive in. First off, what the fuck is with the tagline? The traps come alive. I mean, mm. what a shit tagline. What is it, a ride at Dreamworld? Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I don't understand what they were thinking with the announcement of it. Like, mm-hmm. even, I felt like at this point, the marketing team were probably just like, you know what, fuck this shit. We're not doing stuff where it's like, oh, he helped me or, you know, trying to figure out a new way to put his face on something. So he said they went full crazy. Like the final chapter cover is like the construction of like this giant version I'm, of him. I'm, I'm looking at it now and it's, the, it's yeah, it never gets any sillier to look at. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I've never actually seen this movie in 3D because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't care for it. I've nah. seen the 2D version. And I'm just, I can tell where they've put in specific points where it's like, oh, that's supposed to be in 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they'll flip a coin or it'll be something that jumps at the screen. I'm just like, yeah. I don't care. Not even the sadistic side of me wants to see like blood or eyeballs popping at the screen or something. Mm-hmm. Just, God, this movie was shit. <laughs> yeah, it was not very good. Uh, I just don't know what happened. It's like if The Final Destination had a sibling. That was just fucked up as well. I think they're just, mm. they're like made for each other. I just don't know what Look, happened. I, I would say that this movie is at the very least, maybe a little bit better than Final Destination <laughs> 4. Yeah. Like it's not that bad, but it's, it's, it's pretty No, but I, I mean, the, the yeah. only redeeming factor about this movie was that for years before this came out, I think even around the time two and three were coming out, there was this rumor circulating in forums online about what happened to Dr. Gordon and like there was always this. This yep. idea of him cauterizing the leg wound on one of the steaming pipes. Yeah. Um, so to actually see that come into play with the idea of the movie, even though it was just sort of something to grab older fans back in, it was really cool to sort of see that come to life in a movie after just having reading about it and people just like the rumor mill. It's good to see <laughs> see the end result of that. That was a cool thing about the movie, but there wasn't really anything else redeeming in this movie. Once you see Dr. Gordon his leg, it cuts to the shopping mall. Uh, yeah. Get <laughs> fucked. Like a wet field or something. I don't know. Get fucked is my opinion on that. Like you're telling me that whole morning, nobody noticed that. And then oh, suddenly just as the cam, the, the camera pans in, yeah. everybody starts to notice it. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. We're talking about suspension of disbelief. It ain't happening in that scene. 
what, and, what if that happened? It would have been cool if they had curtains or something and they suddenly revealed as the camera came in. And even when the trap was going on, the woman with the suitcase is just like throwing it against the glass, not yeah. even like, I mean, and then they, they're like, do something, throw it. And she's just like, uh, I'm not if they doing had the, like the robe or the cape or whatever it was over the girl strapped to the top of the roof, why couldn't they yeah. have some kind of reveal with the building or something to say, oh, now people are noticing it rather than. Yeah assuming that it's it's been sitting there for hours and there's been two guys passed out over sores that people yeah. just haven't noticed of like mm. what the, yeah that's my thinking was did someone think that they were just mannequins and they were that stupid that they just went yeah, oh so yeah, mannequins yeah. at a window that are over sores and they didn't because i think she was yeah she was under a blanket wasn't she and then she got revealed is that right yeah yeah so <laughs> but you could all you could already see the the two guys that were passed out on either side of the two mm. two sores and then the sore in the middle even if both of those guys weren't there even just that little building with that contraption there'd be eyeballs on it just, I just, I just everything it very very silly and it was like i know americans are dumb but come on they're not yeah. they're not walking past that for hours on end i take issue well with everything in this movie but that particular <laughs> trap they've been wanting to do like a public style trap for a long time oh yeah they they didn't do a good job on this <laughs> nope. You could still make a, an outdoor trap. Told me you, could, you could have something where like it's happening sort of far away where some they can only just see it or they can't get to it. It's coming up on like an advertising screen yeah. or something. And everyone's like a like, Times Square thing or something. Yeah, yeah. But they look the up dump. and it's like at the top of the building and everyone's trying to rush up the stairs to get there, but yep. they can't get there in time. Like there's, I came up with that in two seconds. But yeah. like, but yeah. you, you've got a, a bloody a building that comes out of nowhere and is there for hours with nothing blocking. I, it doesn't make I, sense. I think the issue with that is well is that it's just it's not even like getting the viewer into the scene because it's just broad daylight like it should have been dusk or dawn or something exactly they could have even in the realm just as the sun's coming up so yeah to believe that it's that people are only just coming into this public area Mm. but like walking around and it's fully packed and it it just doesn't it isn't believable at all in that trap it goes to the trap it opens up and then the the dialogue for it is what the fuck are you doing here and then yeah, the response yeah. is, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm. Oh, Gee. God. I don't know, B1. What about, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is it really the script? Who wrote this? Yeah, yeah. This movie made me realize that Jigsaw, Hoffman, like The Apprentices, they're all incels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole trap was about, oh, no, the girl's using you. Oh, she's sleeping with both of you. That's like, no offense, but why would Jigsaw give a fuck? He's been killing pedophiles and, like, big insurance heads that are responsible for heaps of death and also this girl from the OC. Remember when the boys made us watch that movie about the gay guys on the mountain? Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It doesn't add up. But as you find out in the film, a lot of the traps just feel like a slaughter fest of, like, no reasoning behind it. It's like, yeah, okay, cool, playing yeah, yeah. They spent so much time coming up with the trap and then I was just like, ah, shit, we need a reason for why they're in the trap. Oh, um, she was cheating on him and now there's two blokes there yeah. and they can find it out. Like, yeah. But it's interesting because when the film was coming out, I remember there was there was quite a bit of hype around it. I remember they were sort of teasing like there's going to be a trap with the one with Jill 
with the stupid train thing, whatever that is. That dream. You know, <laughs> the dream was kind of pushed on heavily. And I remember the, the outdoor setting was pushed on heavily. Like in theory, it sounded promising. And then watching the trailer and then just, and I think they, they did the thing where they released seven minutes of it online or whatever. People yeah. sort of got a feel of what it was. And I think even that was just like enough to be like, uh. the traps in this movie, I, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a, you know, kill all men and all that shit. But I noticed that with the traps in this movie, the ones geared towards the women were always really fucking yes. sadistic. I was and watching it with my partner and she pointed that out as well. She was like, there's a lot of women dying really brutally in this for like mundane reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really. And the men is. would be like, and the, and shot. What the, yeah, the guy gets to gets to hang, be blind and hung, like while yeah. the the other girls are having bloody like the metal gone down their throat into their eyes and all that. Yeah, shit. the hook, the eye, and, and, and then the, the yeah, yeah, into the throat and pulling the key out, like yep. so brutal. And yeah. um, and what would the was it like the brazen bull at the end, like. That was the stupidest fucking trap I've ever seen. Isn't that one of the ones, one of the things that it wasn't actually used for the executions? Like the Iron Maiden, like that's not actually a execution device. It's just art. The whole theme seemed to be like women paying the price for like the men's mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. even if you take Joyce, her character, it's still the thing where it's like Bobby was the one who had concocted this whole plan. He hired a PR firm like all that stuff, and yet they were the ones like getting tested for his lie. Yeah, literally, literally, like, she believed his bullshit, and she died a horrible, yeah. painful death because of it. Yeah, mm. that bit was of, a bit of out of character for for Jigsaw. If you look at some of the earlier movies, mm. it's yeah. interesting because he only appears in the book signing scene. In the whole, I just think the way they were they bowed out with like Jigsaw and the legacy he's sort of done in the whole films, and it's only like mm. a three minute. I think IMDb say he has three minutes of screen time and it's merely just the scene where he's signing the book. And that's it. Yeah. Which is pretty bad. Considering like Saw Six, he was in quite a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad. that was a big, big step up and as far as like yeah. appearance. He like, just is not time. really there. Just don't know. I feel like they just crammed a shitload of traps in there. They weren't even like inspiring. Like there was that stupid one where they just go to like a teaser of it and the two people are hanging and there's like gnome things on the ground, they're spinning. Oh the lawnmowers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but there's yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a few traps in that movie where they just don't explain it. It just feels like it's filler. They put it in there and they're like, Yeah, we've got like 20 traps in this film. I like, come watch it. But like half of them aren't even explained and they're not even they're like just like flash two or like like, you know, it's just crap. Like, I just don't understand the film. I don't know what happened. I feel like there was some sort of disagreement going on there. Someone wasn't talking to someone, and it just, yeah. Oh, the production yeah. of this movie is absolutely cursed. What happened was the director for Source 6, Kevin Grutard, or he was actually jumping ship to direct Paranormal Activity 2. Lionsgate yeah. had absolute shits about that because, of course, they're not going to want a director who just had like a critically acclaimed sixth installment jump over mm-hmm. to like this brand new franchise that's dominating them at the box office. So then yeah. they executed a clause with his contract. So he was forbidden from directing any paranormal activity movies <laughs> and he had to come do Saw 3D and only had two weeks to do like script rewrites. But filmmaking world, all that shit would have been built. Like they would have spent all that money on like the brazen bull and like the hooks and that public trap and everything. So what could he have rewritten? He's not a script writer by trade. He's an editor by trade. I wish they made the Bobby character and like the PR firm and all that more horrible people. Because if they were really fucking awful people, it doesn't matter how horrible they died because it's like, yay, you know, it's a little celebration thing. But instead, it was just 
bullshit. You see like little bits of them being like, oh, like talk about this lie on this morning TV show. But then Joyce didn't know the lies behind it. I also think it was kind of boring. If someone approached Lionsgate and was like, I have an idea for a Saw film. It's about this person who lies about being in a Saw trap, but now he finds himself in one. You could do really... So much. Why was it all pipes in eyes and hanging and shit like that? They mentioned like the survivor group once and then that was it. Like yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. they did this as well for the spiral trailer. And it's like <laughs> they could have done something where why don't they retest some of these people? They did it with Amanda in Saw 2, but some of the survivor groups, it could be have you really learned or whole emphasis on Kaufman's being such a evil cunt and everything that he's now going to do it the same thing with these other people or whatnot. Just, yeah, did not like this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not trust her. She is a fugly slut. It was quite cheap in a lot of places, which, I mean, the saw is made on a budget and this one was 17 million, I think, up from like 11 or 12, like the others. And I think a lot of that went to the 3D filming because it was filmed in 3D, not converted, which I think what the issue was because everything looked just so depressing, so negative. It was almost like a sepia tone was going over the whole film and then the blood was pink. So I compare it to Saw 6 with the colours of that and then you compare them side by side and Saw 3D was, yeah, it wasn't even appealing. There was only a few moments where it was like, oh, right, that's right, it's 3D. The worst one was really on the nose bit right near the end of the movie where Dr. Gord throws the saw at the camera. And it's, yeah. the cheesy, it's the cheesiest shit ever. Apparently he wanted that to happen. They said no, and he did it anyway. He wanted to throw the saw at the camera. I think they could have done it better, but I know what you mean. It looks so cheesy when it goes like... Uh, you know the scene where the guy's blindfolded on the planks? He walks into the room. So whoever the main guy is, I forget it, Bobby. He walks into the room. And who's the girl that goes in the spaceship? What's her name? Joyce. Joyce. He goes to the guy. He's like... Where's Joyce? Have you seen Joyce? He goes, how the fuck would I know? I'm blindfolded. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. I can't fucking see it. Where the fuck is she? Why would I fucking know? And I'm just like, yeah, fucking right. Like, as if he's going to fucking know. He's standing on planks, doesn't know where he is. But like the first thing you say to someone is like, not how are you or are you all right? Not where's Joyce? <laughs> and then Jill, Jill running around in high heels or whatever after like the Saw 6 ending, I just thought, oh, God. <laughs> No, take your take your heels off and run, run. No, Byron. Women must be women. In <laughs> <laughs> the new detective, I swear every scene he was eating something out of like a popcorn bucket. <laughs> like <laughs> and he's just like, who's Jill Tuck? You'd think that that um that detective would have been smart enough to duck being at like somewhere where Jigsaw could have been or like mm-hmm. Hoffman could have been when the machine gun pops up and just mows them all down. And, like yeah. he hears it and he acknowledges it, and then he's just like, oh, and then dies. It's like, okay, yeah. yep. And that I, this machine is, gun this, thing was so this, random. This is like, apparently yeah. the hero. This is the guy I'm meant to be rooting for. Come on. And I think like the most ridiculous trap. What did I write? I wrote a couple of notes in this because I just said it was so stupid. Oh, I just wrote in the trap where she has the fish hook in her stomach and he's trying to pull it out and she's mm-hmm. making noise. And um, he's like, well, you shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, as if you would not be able to make noise if someone's pulling a hook out of your stomach, out of your mouth. And mm-hmm. then at the end when she dies, he literally goes to her, he's like, you would have survived if you shut the fuck up. I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> I want to know who wrote this script because it feels so different in tone compared to like four or five 
and six, even though it was supposed to be written by the same team. So I wonder, did they just, because there's a lot of issues with like ghostwriting credits and things like that, but it feels like this was kind of written by like a bunch of 12 year olds. Yeah, let's call women bitches because they're bitches. Maybe one of the writers got dumped or something. He didn't know how to process a breakup. Like it's, (laughs) Jesus. I will say the one thing I did like about this movie was I wasn't too sure about how Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park would be in this movie, but yeah. I believe the character. I just thought it was a bit too much all at once, having yeah. him try to rip his skin off or whatever, then the others didn't have a chance. It was all reliant on him. Yeah. Bam, this happens, and this happens, and that happens. And it's like, we get it. It's all 3D. It's all and about... He was, and he was barely even trying. Like, mm. <laughs> he's mm. so, he's, it was like, um, and I'm, I'm going to bring it back to wrestling again. You violated me, Austin. You violated me. When he's reaching for this thing, it's like, it's like in a wrestling match where you've got to believe that like someone's, you know, they're about to submit and they're reaching for the rope and they just can't quite reach it. And you've got to believe that they legitimately can't actually reach it. It was almost like that. He was like touching the thing and it still apparently just couldn't, couldn't get it done. And then they all mm. died. And it was a very brutal and kind of cool and over the top. That whole thing was just for the payoff. It was just to have a really gory scene where lots of people die and limbs fly off. And that was the whole point of that scene. The 3D kicks in when the tire goes down on her face because it kind of squeals and then flips up and at the view, if you had 3D glasses on. And I think I laughed the only bit. I actually laughed at that scene when his whole arms and limbs come off the guy at the back because he's just like, oh. yeah, yeah, it looks ridiculous. Like, do it, man, do it. <laughs> <laughs> just more around like the cursed production of it all. So they had so many scheduling issues that filming actually took longer than expected. So it did blow out the budget a bit. I just had a look. There was 14 traps in that movie. <laughs> Were there really? God. Yeah, I, I had a look from the start, like including everything. 14 traps is what it said. One, two, yeah. And I'm just sort of looking at them. I'm like, you know, the lawnmower trap, one that wasn't really explained. There's so much information on it, yet the scene only goes like five seconds and then that's yeah. it. It feels like a bit like a compilation film in terms of yeah. There weren't really any good bits. It was more just bad and worse bits. I don't know. I just but I swear that follows like every final chapter of like every horror movie. Like it's the same with Paranormal Activity. That final installment was the shittiest installment out of that whole franchise. Even the whole thing with like Gordon picking up the saw and being like, Mm-mm, "Not this time." I'm just like, "Yeah, really." The only thing I liked with that at the end, I do like how they went to the montage of the lights turning on because it kind of goes back to the first one. Mm-hmm. Even the second one, I do like that it's kind of like a flashback moment for a second. But I mean, everything else in that room is just a bit eh. like it's cool to see the room again. But yeah, yeah you know, he nearly grabs but the sword. We'd already, we'd already yeah. seen so many throwbacks to that room by the time that it got up to the mm-hmm. chapter that it di- it didn't really carry any weight. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they play the original Hello Zep from the first movie in the last mm. one rather than like the remix version they usually yeah. used to do. There's that scene where, I don't know if you know, Coops, when Hoffman gets, when they like attack him outside, you know how there's two other pig mask people with Dr. Gordon? Yeah. They're the two guys from the first trap. Which trap? The Westfield. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. I just assumed it was like two of that survivor group. No, and there's only through commentary that they revealed it. They talk yeah, about okay. it when that scene comes up. And I'm just like, that sort of stuff should have just been revealed then and there because it just yeah. sort of leaves, like it, you still have that's questions about random. this film. Yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of random. But, mm. yeah. I that wish they would have done it so that it was, like you have Dr. Gordon be like the reveal, he's the one. But then the other two yeah. pig masks could have been, you know, instead of killing Jill in the, 
reverse bear trap. You could have put that on literally any other person. Yeah, like, no yeah. one cared who it went on. They just wanted to see it in action. Yeah. One of the pig masks could have been Jill being like, haha, this time I got you or something. Then maybe put it on him again at the end. I know that would have like mirrored the ending of Saw 6, but something else. And then maybe the other pig mask could have been, I don't know insert survivor here like maybe whoever what's her name the scream queen winner or maybe camera (laughs) Mm. yeah like literally bring anyone back and actually reveal it i hate the whole oh let's reveal it through commentary because it feels like they didn't have an idea at the time so they're like oh let's make something up afterthought yeah yeah, mm. even getting like Doctor Gordon's wife from the first one or something that would have been just yeah, really yeah. random. I mean, there's but there's been survivors along the way that they just never come back to that are way yeah. more plausible than maybe bringing some characters back. Yeah, it's just a shame that it ended on such a crap note. And I remember watching it movie so. and being just yeah, like not good, <laughs> no. not good. It's very noticeable, <laughs> very very huge dropping quality with that one. Can you ever really forgive if you can't forget? I wasn't satisfied with the ending of the final chapter. I was kind of just like, uh, that's it, I guess. But yeah. I <laughs> was like keeping track of the box office. Yeah. I did think they were going to make like another one. Saw yeah. 8 or maybe it was going to be film studios copy off each other all the time. Maybe it was going to be like Saw activity or some bullshit where like they try yeah. to like, <laughs> footage angle. I think that's the name of a porn I was watching the other day, Saw activity. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was like Saw Origins or something or like, like you said earlier, like Saw Generations or something, that would have, like, even the title sort of implies, like, curiosity because you're like, what's this about then? I hate any movies that have, like, a tagline after it. Like, instead of being, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, it's got to be, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street 23, Freddy's Child's Uncle's Revenge. Just call it the number. I do wonder if they were meant to call it Saw 7 to start with, maybe, and then someone went, no, we want Saw 3D or we want Saw the final chapter. Mm. Yeah, it's such an odd number because I would think there'd be a Saw 8 straight away. It's interesting when you go online and you look at the future of Saw in general and they always talk about IX as in like sort of Saw 9 because Jigsaw apparently is considered a Saw 8. Yeah, everything's got to be a goddamn universe now thanks to fucking Marvel. So at least it's not that. It should have been like, I remember one title floating around called Saw Legacy was one of them. Yeah, I've heard that before. I like that one. I think that's cool. Mm. I don't know. I think they screwed up the number thing now to sort of like, where do you go from here if you do another one? Do you go Saw 8 and pretend Jigsaw was like a prequel or do you just go Saw 9? Because it's such an odd, like you got Saw the final chapter then Saw 9. So you're like, okay. Call the next one Two Jig, Two Saw. <laughs> In all honesty, I reckon they'll go the way that Scream has. They'll probably just call it Saw yeah. and like restart it that way, but they'll have like Saw and then Saw brackets 2023 20, or some bullshit. I don't understand that because they've greenlit a, a sequel just going off on screen for a second. So they're going to call the next one Scream 6? I don't know. Like I was scrolling through Netflix last night and they had Final Destination 5, but the 5 goes through the skull and I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> and well. like, I think I we need to like, do the marketing here. I think we have some good ideas that we can just fix this up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, how do you market something as bad as Saw the Final Chapter? I've got oh, it. let me read the premise. Hang on. This might, does this entice you? As a deadly battle rages over Jigsaw's brutal legacy, a group of Jigsaw survivors gathers to seek the support of self help guru and fellow survivor Bobby Dajan. But Dajan hides his own dark secrets, ones that will unleash a wave of unrelenting terror and suffering in its heart stopping finale to the most successful horror movie series of all time. No. 
That's <laughs> to disappointing. Answer that, to answer that, no, not really. Uh, I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. <laughs> but wait, witnessed the last diabolical act of a legend. <laughs> we did several movies ago. He died number three, for fuck's sake. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, they're all a bit funny, aren't they? Like, it's a trap. Yeah. In the end, all the pieces will fit together. The game has come full circle. Mm. No. Yeah, no. Well, what could have been a perfect send-off to the Saw franchise instead became a stupid showcase of poorly thought-out traps, bad writing, and even worse characters. No wonder the franchise lay dormant for seven years until the release of Jigsaw. Speaking of which, in our next episode, we discuss the 2017 reboot, sequel, and somehow prequel. BP, Koo, thank you very much for joining me today. Some would say we went a bit overboard. I think we haven't gone far enough. Listeners, stay tuned for our upcoming episodes on Jigsaw and Spiral. If you liked our episode, you are amazing. I love you. And if you hated our podcast, okay. On Fido's end, asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you go on? I'm going to go down. take a nap. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to go. Nap. I think it's a good idea. Catch you on the flip side, motherfuckers. <laughs>